You're listening to a Natural Products Insider podcast, now on Google Play. With Rachel Adams, Managing Editor. Brought to you by Supply Side West, October 15th through the 19th in Las Vegas. Hello, and welcome to this Supply Side West edition of the Healthy Insider Podcast. My name is Rachel Adams, a managing editor of Natural Products Insider. And today I have with me Lisa Mabe, who is CEO of Green Purse PR. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Good morning. Doing well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so glad that we have you here today. So thank you for joining us on the podcast. Um, Lisa will be presenting at Supply Side West this year in our Claims and Certifications, What Do They Mean and Who Cares session. Uh, this session takes place on Thursday, October 17th at 9 a.m. And Lisa, I'm going um, to steal her words here because I think that they're perfect. She said that she will be sharing the voice of consumers um, when it comes to certifications and will draw on research conducted by her organization during the session. Um, so really giving that consumer perspective to certifications, with a, which I think is so important. Um, and today we're going to pick her brain a little bit on that and get a little uh, sneak peek sneak preview of some of the content that we'll be uh, discussing deeper at Supply Side West. So I want to start um, by just looking at this topic a little broadly. So Lisa, can you tell us a little bit about why this topic is relevant to your business um, and why it's of interest to you? So I actually proposed this topic on certification. I've observed many of the brands that go to the extra effort to earn third-party certifications seem to not market them as effectively as perhaps they could. And I want to see more companies really get the credit that they deserve for adhering to all those additional standards. Um, I always say that unless consumers understand enough about a certification to see value in it, they may not buy it. And we know a lot of companies are, are pouring a lot of extra money and resources into earning them. So uh, just simply wanting to help them get the most out of their certifications so that shoppers will look for their label and buy their products. Right. And that's extremely important because certifications oftentimes are quite an investment um, for brands. Um, and definitely it's something that you want to be, um, I guess I would say, getting the most out of that investment. But also, uh, you know, those certifications are what help can help build trust with consumers. So they, they do a lot for brands, but definitely making sure that they're utilizing those is so important. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about the shopper research you conduct at Green Purse PR? Um, and what does that research say about how consumers are learning about certifications? Right. So through my shop along research, where I actually kind of follow along consumers inside of a grocery retail or other retail outlet environment, and understand why they purchase one product or one brand over the other, um, how they've learned about it, how it is incorporated into their routine and their lifestyle. So studying certifications and third-party labels are really a huge part of almost every single research project that I end up doing. Um, and I, it's a topic of um, a lot of interest to me, so I'm always trying to squeeze it into nearly everything so I can keep learning more. There's just so many different certifications and a lot of con consumer confusion, which is mm -hmm. easy to understand. So I'm always just trying to get to the bottom of what makes them look for certain labels, mm -hmm. if, if in fact they're looking for it at all, and how they've learned about it, uh, why they believe they can trust it. 
So certainly almost all of the research I do in one way or the other is involving the topic of certifications and third-party labels. And so when, when it comes to promoting products that adhere to different labeling programs, um, what or who uh, do you think are the best ambassadors to shoppers? I think retailers, the product packaging itself, and then also influencers um, mm. do an amazing job of helping raise the profile of different labeling programs. Uh, my, my favorite really is product packaging, though. Okay. I think it's quite surprising to learn that so many products, while they may actually have a certification, fail to label it on their packaging. And I mm -hmm. think what a missed marketing opportunity that is. So I understand there will be some products that may have just a ton of certification. So it may or may not make sense to place all of them there. Mm -hmm. You only have so much space on your packaging, right? To put things, you really have to maybe choose your top one, two, or maybe three to portray there for the consumer in a big um, overt way. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, there's, I, as I've worked with a whole bunch of different brands that adhere to different programs, I am surprised um, that they will sometimes just completely ignore this amazing standard that they adhere to that I think would go a really long way in helping validate them to the consumer as to why they're better or why they should perhaps pay a little bit more to get this product versus their competitors. Right, exactly. And I feel like, like you mentioned product packaging, I feel like that's so important because I, third party certifications um, can be kind of an easy way at the shelf for consumers to determine if a product aligns with their values or their health needs or something along those lines. So it's definitely very important. Right. And the other one I mentioned too, retailers, mm -hmm. uh, that's one, you can't necessarily rely on your retail partner at all to help market your specific brand, your specific products, or the various third-party certifications that your products adhere to, that's ultimately each individual brand's job is to effectively market that to the right people. But if you can, uh, for example, there's different awareness months or weeks or days or holidays or food-related marketing holidays that really correspond to some of these labels that just give it a good excuse to kind of stand out to shoppers. I found that through some of my research that, that people have pointed out when they've noticed a retailer promoting a specific type of program, whether it's seafood or meat or just, you know, a program right. that goes across different categories, whether it's shopper marketing and store signage, a blog post on the retailer's website or post on social media that has been noticed and brought up in some of my shop along research sessions before. So um, if there's, you know, a particular program that a retailer is really keen to get behind and support. I think that's an amazing way to reach the shoppers who are shopping there. Right. Absolutely. And it makes, it makes perfect sense because just like these brands, a lot of times are aligning with these values. A lot of these certifications can, can bring and reinforce. Um, it's the same for retailers. Um, those are still values that their customers are aligning toward. So that makes right. sense. It's a great, it's a great way for the retailer to also differentiate themselves and stand mm -hmm. out. So, I mean, there are some certification programs, like there's a variety of ones for organic or non-GMO, and those are, you know, massive and are just relevant across so many different categories and will be found in retailers all over the place. But there may be some lesser known or more niche certifications mm -hmm. that 
if a retailer has done research and understands its shopper base and knows that they value something in particular that maybe not everyone else is promoting, um, that's something that they could, you know, create for themselves as a program to uh, work with that certification or third third party labeling program to showcase in an even bigger way. Mm-hmm. And there are there are examples of that too. For example, you'll find the Marine Stewardship Council has a beautiful display case behind the seafood counter at most mm-hmm. Whole Foods Market stores, as does uh, Global Animal Partnership for Animal Welfare Certified Meats at Whole Foods. So things like that, that you know, retailers can take on board uh, based on their understanding of their consumers' values and what they're looking for. That really gives great peace of mind. Another thing that I find in a lot of my research is, I find this a lot in the natural, organic, and specialty categories, whether it's a vitamin store for nutrients and supplements and vitamins, or if it's a grocery store, um, oftentimes people will say if it's more of a niche sort of outlet, not maybe so mass and mainstream, Mm -hmm. that they have inherent trust of that retailer because they know that they have very high quality standards and that they, if it's gotten past their inspection, so to speak, then it's going to be good enough for them. And they feel less like they have to do their own research about products before they buy it versus if they were shopping at a more mainstream big supermarket, for example, they may feel, oh, I don't know with certainty that I can maybe trust that. So let me go back and do my research before I buy it. Right. What an interesting way to look at that. And something I hadn't really thought of that, that, that kind of almost serves as a, um, I mean, it doesn't serve as a certification, but the, the trust that consumers have with those retailers um, just adds another layer, I guess, to how they shop with brands. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that a lot about retailers like Fairway Market, the mm-hmm. New York area that people just absolutely love it and and trust it so much. Similar, um, the Flesh Market, Wegmans, a whole bunch of other retailers too that people tell me, you know, if it's in this store, I basically trust it. It doesn't mean that it's all 100% healthy and the most perfect thing mm-hmm. ever. There's Still, you know, you have to have things in moderation and not overdo it. But on the grand scheme of things, they basically trusted and feel really good about their purchases. And that's one thing, too, that certifications, what they do for the consumer is they make them feel good, which is what you want, If especially if your product is a bit more um, on the higher range in terms of price point. Mm-hmm. People need to feel good about the purchase that they make. And certifications can help bring about that feeling because it it signals to the consumer transparency or trust, maybe not all of them, but the ones who are truly third-party certified that adhere to standards that are based in science that, you know, are legitimate, then for sure that can give the consumer more trust and help them feel good about the, the product that they've just purchased. Right, absolutely. And I want to stay on this topic of of the shopper perspective. Um, what are the things you've uncovered, the top the top things you've uncovered, let's say the top three things you've uncovered in your research regarding how shoppers feel about third-party certification labels or what they think, what they say? Yeah, honestly, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's it's not that great. I've had consumers tell me things like, if it's got any sort of third-party label, then that's good enough for me. Mm. And that's a little bit discouraging for me, honestly. So knowing what I know about how strict some of these mm. programs are and, you know, standards are always 
improving and, and people really have to stay up on them. It's not just a matter of throwing a claim on there and saying, oh, this is fair trade or this is organic or this is animal welfare rated without having some sort of real standard behind it. I have mm-hmm. seen consumers go up to um, the shelf, for example, and just have a quick look at things and even just a claim, not a third-party label. Um, people will get those confused. Will mm. will be good enough for them, and not everyone, but some of them. Enough of them that it it's worrisome. Mm. Um, that you know you could potentially have just a claim about being fair trade or being organic or being animal welfare rated without actually having the real one of the real certifications to back that up. Right. So I do find that a bit discouraging, but um, there are, on the other hand, lots of consumers who will tell me things like, if it's not organic, I'm not buying it. And I mean, they've been very specific on, I'm looking very, very specifically for the USDA organic label. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily on every single product. I'll often tell brands that consumers usually have maybe two, three, no more than four different categories that they are most passionate about and willing to spend a little bit more in, in terms of research and money. And in those categories, they're oftentimes like fruits and vegetables, supplements, meats, seafood, dairy, those sorts of things, Mm -hmm. even makeup. Um, they, they'll be looking for certain third-party certifications like USDA Organic. So this one millennial mom shopper I was shopping with up in New York City, actually at a fairway market, had told me that if it's not organic, I'm not buying it. She was referring specifically to meat. So she had done quite a bit of research and was extremely strict on buying organic meat. But at the same time, I was seeing what else got into her shopping cart and there were a whole bunch of other things in there that were not <laughs> organic. So we're all a little bit, let's say, I don't want to say hypocritical, let's say flexible. <laughs> and perhaps realistic because you can't necessarily right. find everything that's going to adhere to the most perfect criteria in the consumer's mind. But I think that is an interesting thing to take note of that it seems like most let's say health conscious consumers or mindful consumers do have that top like four categories that they are they are more interested in and that's usually due to the fact that we don't have a great deal of time as consumers there's only so much you can care about because you right. have your own life to lead and your own worries and stresses and things to deal with so um, it's usually just a, a few different categories that people are really most interested in buying that also adhere to a, a labeling program Right. You definitely have to pick your battles, I would say. Otherwise, right. you'll spend a lot of time grocery shopping. <laughs> and of, of the ones who are looking for labels, though, uh, especially the more strict health-conscious consumer, um, I've had lots of them tell me, well, just because it has this certification or this claim on it, how do I know I can trust it? So mm. trust and transparency is a really big thing, too. So that is not the case with every single labeling program. And it's also extremely difficult for a lot of consumers to, you know, understand because some of these certification programs are really complex. They're complex standards, and I wouldn't really expect consumers to take the time to fully understand many of them uh, because if you're not a, you know, farmer or, you know, whatever it may be, you may not actually have 
any context to understand and fully appreciate those standards, but they do need to know at least enough about it to value it. Right. That's where, you know, shopper communications and your own marketing comms as a brand can really help um, kind of, I don't want to say dumb it down per se, but it just put it down into more simple language and present the alternative to your product. If it's not, you know, done this way, if it's not produced this way, here's the alternative, which mm-hmm. obviously sounds a little bit worse. Um, right. Just giving consumers a very simple way to understand why your product is better because it adheres to more strict standards. Right. And I think this is a great segue into my final question, which is, um, do you, would you say, based on the research you've conducted, uh, shoppers actually understand uh, these labels and certifications, and, and do they need to? I really don't think most of them understand it, no. Mm-hmm. They seem to know just enough about it, and that is resulting from things they've read in media, so magazines, blog posts, social media, um, from influencers that they follow, as well as watching a lot of food documentaries still come up quite a lot in my interviews with consumers as to what got them interested in something in the first place. So, no, I, I and I've worked with some labeling programs before, too, that are pretty complex. And people may think they understand it, but when you ask them, oh, well, what does this mean? Or what do you what do you perceive that to mean? Mm-hmm. Really, it's... it's um, it's kind of lost on most people mm. unless they truly are an expert and come from some sort of background like farming, for example, where they can really appreciate what these standards mean. So even this is not necessarily a standard, but just using terminology such as I'll, I'll use terminology from um, livestock because I'm very familiar with the meat industry, so like grass fed or pasture raised, grass finished. These mm. sorts of things have, they mean something, but they're not necessarily like a strict, strict standard. But when you ask consumers what they think that means, and then also ask them what it means with different species of animals too, from, you know, pigs for pork or cattle for beef, it, they really don't have a huge appreciation for it. I think most people want to kind of imagine that the product is being produced or if it's involving livestock raised in the most pristine environment possible, which Mm -hmm. is oftentimes not the reality. Um, And it's important for them to understand what the reality is, but at the same time, they're probably not going to take the time to really delve into it deep and and get into the nitty gritty of things. Mm -hmm. But I do think that presenting consumers with the alternative of what this product looks like without these standards versus ours really does help kind of clarify at least to some extent why your product or brand might be better because it adheres to additional standards. Right. But it's, it's two different sorts of audiences that you have to talk to. If you're a certification company, for example, and you want more brands, more producers, more suppliers to adhere to your program and earn your certification, that's, one sort of communication that you can, you know, feel free to get very detailed in your standards and your program. But then when it comes to the consumer end of things, that's a completely different sort of messaging and conversation to have that needs to be very simplistic and quick and easy to understand. And I think a lot of that boils down to the actual label itself 
if you have a look at, just think of yourself like the leading certification uh, labels that end up on product packaging. If you see that in the context of a grocery store, for example, without any sort of signage or shopper marketing anywhere in the environment to help supplement it, would you understand what that means in just a, a quick second? At least understand it enough to make it sound appealing, to make you want to pick it up and put it into your shopping cart. And I think the label of things um, is really something that a lot of consumers have said, well, that, that looks nice, that sounds nice, but I can't really understand what that means. So, you know, if they have a similar product sitting right next door to it, that's a dollar less expensive. If it's not quick and easy to understand, then they may just go for the less expensive item by default. Right. Well, and that, and that's, that's just completely underscores why we want to have this session at Supply Side West is we, we really want brands to understand um, how to utilize certifications in a way that will support their brand's mission and will help them to connect to consumers. And so many points of our conversation today um, are just so critical to that conversation. So I'm, I'm so excited for this session. I'm so happy to have you on board for this session. And I want to say thank you for sharing your insight with us today. My pleasure. I very much look forward to the panel, and I hope that everyone in the attendance will get a lot of a lot out of it. And um, yeah, it should be a very good session. We have a, a great lineup of speakers. I agree. I agree. Thank you so much, Lisa. Once again, this session at Supply Side West this year will be called Claims and Certifications. What do they mean and who cares? The session takes place on Thursday, October 17th at 9 a.m. For more information on this session and our other educational workshops at Supply Side West, uh, please visit our show website, SupplySideWest.com. This episode has been brought to you by Supply Side West, October 15th through the 19th in Las Vegas.